Life gets hard when you get down. I'm just trying to figure my shit out. What's going on, guys? My name is Mark Anthony Joe, and this is Coffee with Mark. You know, uh, Grace was just asking me, hey, what's the what's the topic for today's show? And uh, and I'm like, man, I don't really know. You know, the, the format in which I want to do this podcast, um, in which I'm going to do it, um, you know, from this point forward, is, is I'm really just treating it like almost like an audio journal, you know, just uh, conversations with my friends, conversations with myself, conversations with God. And I, and I, and I'm just gonna, you know, allow you guys to listen in. Like, that's really, that's really it. You know, like I shared, I think two episodes ago about my massive whiteboard that I have in my living room in my house. You know, my top priority right now is really like finding, rediscovering, if you will, the, the best version of me, you know, like the, the, the best version. All right. And, and I haven't shown up like that in a while. You know, some people, um, you know, they always say, oh, man, I'm so proud of you and blah, 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 which, by the way, that's like one of my pet peeves, right, for people to say, oh, I'm so proud of you because it's like, who, first of all, you know, by saying that you're so proud of me, it's like you're assuming my own standards for myself, you know, you don't really, you don't really know, you know, and so just keep that in mind when you say that to other people, but that drives me nuts because, you know, the truth is I know that I haven't really been showing up uh, anywhere close to as, as, as good as I can show up, you know, I haven't, I haven't, um, you know, I really, I really haven't, I haven't been living up to the standard that I, that once upon a time I set for myself. And so, you know, through this process of just rediscovering and, and, and becoming, evolving, growing, becoming the best version of me, you know, I I just wanted this show, this podcast, um, to, um, you know, to be an outlet for me to kind of take people along that journey and just give people a peek into what that looks like for me, because it's a, it's a day to day moment to moment thing. It, it really is. It's going to be n- not just for me, but for you, for all of us, right? If you're, if you're serious, you know, in your commitment to the pursuit of personal excellence, the pursuit of your, your own true potential, well then this, this show will for sure help you because I'm serious about it, you know, and I'm going to share some things with you that either are currently helping me that have helped me in the past or things that I'm going to try, you know, and one of the, actually one of the things that I read recently um, is, is those of you that, you know, again, you've been following me on Instagram, then you'll probably see, I just recently read, uh, think like a monk. Uh, it's a book. I, I freaking, I really liked it. Like I, I really liked it. Um, in fact, I liked it so much that I'm like sitting here thinking like, man, maybe I should just become a monk. You know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to I'm, I'm going to sell my house, <laughs> quit my job, move away and just live like a monk for the rest of my life. You know, and uh, it, it's so man, that life, that life, you, you guys are going to think I'm crazy, but that life is just so intriguing to me. I, 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 I touched on this in a previous episode about you know, how much I admire like the philosophers of old, like those guys that would just, you know, wander out into the woods and just spend days or weeks or months just thinking, you know, like the, the possibility of, of having a thought that 
changes everything. Like having, coming up with an idea, a perspective that changes everything. I can't tell you how many thoughts, how many ideas that were other people's that I've stumbled upon in a book or, you know, through a video or something, some form of content, some form uh, or some setting in which they chose to share that thought, that idea and relay it, you know, relay it on to other people. I can't tell you how many of those thoughts, those ideas have completely changed my life. Like they've changed my perspective on the world, on other people. They've changed my life. They've changed who I am. And, and, and the possibility of having a thought or an idea that changes everything for one person or for a million people or for a billion people, it's just so, that possibility of that is so intriguing to me that it is almost worth giving up everything and just going and and putting myself in an environment where uh, that's conducive to uh, free-flowing original thoughts and ideas you know it's just uh it, it honestly is something that is super intriguing to me now just as like a disclaimer here i'm not going to do it <laughs> i'm not going to every time i every time i start talking like this grace gets so worried she's because she knows i go zero to 100 i will like i like literally i i take things very seriously like things that normal people would say oh that would be nice to do someday no if i say oh that would be nice to do like fine cool let's do it let's do it let's do it this weekend you know and uh this is one of those things that i gotta kind of keep at bay um but um i have been reading this book right think like a monk and and man he told this story that got me thinking so much like this is one of those concepts those ideas that like literally can change everything for you right and um and so what he was what he was saying is i, I think the word is ashram right like monks live in an ashram and like a whatever a temple or a, a structure with other monks and he went and he was living in this ashram um and he told a story about um, a lesson that he had to learn and 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 the lesson was well uh, well apparently okay how responsibilities and chores in the ashram are are divvied up is that everybody um you know they, they rotate they rotate and everybody does everything just depending on the week or the day or whatever it is right and he noticed that like man some some chores he genuinely looked forward to right like gardening and um you know, and cooking, but then some chores he, he, he dreaded, he, he wasn't looking forward to them and like, like cleaning the bathroom, mopping, things like that. And, um, and the goal, like actually the purpose of them rotating their chores, um, so that everybody had to do everything. It, it actually, in addition to just, you know, kind of evenly and, and fairly distributing the workload, um, there was a there was an intent behind it and the intent was to try to train yourself to stop making distinctions between things you know between tasks between um you know responsibilities activities uh and specifically um he highlighted how all of the chores that they shared were all essential to the operation of the ashram to keeping it clean and tidy and and functioning and and so he he 
um, he related it to like the organs of the body, like how they're all different, but they're all essential. And that idea like of, of the tasks that he had to do on a daily basis, every single one of them being like the, an organ to your body, being essential, that if you didn't do it and you didn't do it properly, that the body would die, right? Like the, or the ashram wouldn't, it, eventually it wouldn't be operational. That was so interesting to me. You know, I started thinking like, man, how, how much more effective, how much more, um, I don't know, productive could I be if one, I eliminated everything that I'm spending time on on a daily basis that's not absolutely essential, right? Like what if I, what if I really, um, you know, what if I really, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, just audited my day so that I could, so that I could really take stock of what am I spending my time on? And then anything that isn't like an organ to the body, anything that isn't absolutely essential, eliminate those things. And then the second part of that is going into every single task, every single interaction, every single obligation, responsibility, um, with intent and doing it properly because uh, treating it as if it is essential because it is essential, right? Like if you can kind of imagine, I'm thinking like, okay, if I'm in the ashram, I might cook with intent and cook the best meal I can every single time. It's my turn to cook because I enjoy cooking. But when I'm on bathroom duty, you know, I kind of brush through it and, and half-ass it because, you know, cleaning the bathroom is not my favorite. It's unenjoyable. But 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 adopting the mindset that he was talking about, which is the goal of everything is essential. Well, then you you cook or excuse me, you clean the bathroom with the same effort, with the same attention to detail, with the same spirit and intent that you cook with. Right. And, and then, um, you know, really applying that to my day to day life, if I could eliminate things that were not essential, because those things we, we tend to do absent mindedly, we tend to do them, you know, we just kind of float through our days and float through life. And so eliminating those things and then understanding that, okay, everything that I have to do today or everything that I get to do today is essential to my happiness, is essential to my health, is essential to my productivity, to my career goals, whatever it is. But everything that I get to do today is absolutely essential. It's all just like, you know, getting to cook the meal. Um, and then approaching it with the same spirit, with the same intent, um, as I do the things that I that I naturally and uh, you know tend to gravitate towards and enjoy. Um, I don't know. I feel like I, I don't. That was a mouthful, but I did want to share that thought, that idea with you guys because I thought it, I thought it was super super interesting. Like think of, like even just taking it and applying it to your own life. It's you know, what do you spend time doing every day that's that's really not essential, you know, that's not moving you forward? Um, and what would your day look like if you eliminated everything that you spend time doing every day that that doesn't move you forward? How much faster 
could you move forward? How much more productive and effective could you be? Especially if you started to take the second part and approach every task as as if it was essential, understanding that, man, this task is moving me forward, whether I enjoy it or not. This task um, needs to be done with effort, with intent, um, and properly in order in order to fulfill its purpose, which is to move me forward. I don't know. I again don't want to don't want to dig too deep into that, but but I thought that that concept was was freaking awesome. And then uh, today, actually this weekend. Grace and I are in Kansas City uh, because she uh, was invited down. Um, it's kind of like work, you know, kind of just as a as a VIP guest here at the Kansas City Barbecue Festival, which is sweet. Um, it was actually um, it's hosted at Arrowhead Stadium where the Kansas City Chiefs play, and it's funny because I have so many you know friends living here in Missouri that are huge Kansas City Chiefs fans. And I remember walking into Arrowhead um, yesterday and just laughing to myself because it's like, man, you know, I could care less about Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. But if you tell me that they have, you know, all the best barbecue in the Midwest here in the parking lot, then I'll fucking drive four hours to Kansas City just to just to looking for some cornbread, you know, Um but but anyway, it's it's nice here, you know, at Arrowhead and, and the festival is, is, is freaking cool. Um, and unfortunately, I actually didn't find any cornbread. I don't I don't know. I don't know what kind of barbecue festival this is, um, but I don't I don't know how they could even promote it as a barbecue festival if there wasn't going to be cornbread there. You know, there fortunately, there are some other good things, ribs and brisket and beans. And there was even a shrimp and grits. Um, so it's been cool, but, but actually it's a three day thing. I stopped by just yesterday and, uh, and today, instead of going there again with, with Grace, she went and worked for the day. Um, but I was just popping around at, you know, different coffee shops here in, in Kansas city. And I, I mean, there's two things that I love to honestly just seek out when I'm traveling. Um, anytime I visit a new city, I'm, I'm looking for a cool gym to go to and I'm looking for a cool coffee shop to stop into. And fortunately, I got to stop by a few coffee shops today. And um, one of them, you know, at one of them, I, I was just sitting there just, you know, figuring out what am I going to do today? And really just it was it had a rooftop patio and it's a beautiful day out. So I was just hanging out. But then I, uh, I remembered that I didn't post my progress photo. I try to post a, a weekly progress photo on um, on Instagram just to kind of keep people in the loop on how my fitness journey is going. That's a big part of my life. It's something that's important to me, but also I'm participating in this eight week transformation challenge right now. And so, um, I don't like to commit to something and then not follow through with it. So that's another, you know, reason why I'll, I'll do that on a weekly basis. And so I, I did, I posted my progress photo from the weekend. You know, honestly, I, I, I shared a thought that, you know, I've had several, several, several times, but that I've never really articulated because I don't want I don't want people to feel like I'm shooting at anybody but but I also I decided to share it today because I honestly know for a fact that I am not the only person male or female that struggles with the same thing and and basically what I shared is that you know I've been feeling uh, good about um, where I'm at physically lately 
Um, and that's not, it's not always the case. Like, in fact, I, I would say that more often than not, I'm extremely self-critical of like my, my physique, my body. And, um, and, and so the fact that I've been feeling really good about where I'm at physically lately is, uh, it's a big deal. It, it's cool. Um, and what I shared on my post is that, you know, sometimes social media can be so toxic for me. Um, be, it, when it comes to my own, you know, self-image, because I, I feel like anytime I'm, I'm spending too much time on there, I start thinking, man, you know, maybe I need to get a little bit bigger. Maybe I need to add some muscle mass. Maybe I need to get a little bit leaner. You know, man, these guys are shredded. You know, maybe I need to get bigger and leaner. Like, you know, and, and I just go down this spiral of, you know, self-critical thoughts when the truth is like, if you're, if you're, you know, if you're 50, 60, whatever, if you're overweight and you're thinking to yourself, man, maybe I need to lose some weight. Okay. Well, well then I guess it's not a, an inappropriate thought, um, or it's not unmerited. Um, or if you're extremely underweight, you know, to the point where you just, where you, where you, where you know that you would feel better if you gain some weight. Okay. Well, that's different too. Like I'm not, I'm, I'm five, eight, 190 pounds. You know, I'm, 10% body fat. Okay. So for me to be picking myself apart like this is, it's not healthy and it's not, it's not really, it's not really merited. Right. And so what I, what I spoke about in the post is that, man, you know, sometimes social media can be so toxic because I do, I catch myself playing the comparison game that I was talking about in my last episode. And it, it sends me down this spiral of unhealthy, thoughts and, and, and then ultimately having an unhealthy self-image. Um, and what I need to remind myself, what I, what I've been really, really conscious about remembering lately is that, you know, one, I mean, the, for females, a lot of times it's like, you know, Photoshop and, um, Brazilian butt lifts and, you know, lip injections and all this stuff, right. Breast augmentations for guys, you know, all these guys that I'm comparing myself to, these dudes have been using steroids. They've been using tons and tons and tons of drugs to look the way that they look, you know, and 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 being mindful of that. And honestly, man, and, and again, I know I've, I've hesitated to speak on it because I don't want anybody to feel like I'm shooting at them like to each their own. But all I'm saying is that, man, me comparing myself to guys like that, it, it, it it's really, really unhealthy for me, you know, and I know... Um, and so really just constantly reminding myself like, Hey, Martin, like, you know, like, like chill out, man, you know, don't compare yourself to somebody like that because it's literally, it's literally, you're comparing apples to oranges, you know, let them do them, you know, be proud of what you've done so far. Like I shared at 20, I was 20 years old and I weighed 140 pounds, you know, and like, yeah, I'm, you know, almost a decade later, you know, I've only gained 50 pounds. Okay, but but those 50 pounds have I never I never did any sort of aggressive bulk. You know, I never used any unnatural enhancements like I've I, I've done it literally by just, you know, by, by living a healthy lifestyle. Um, you know, I don't obsess over what I eat on a day to day basis and I treat but I do I treat my body as if I'm actually grateful for it. Like that's like everybody says, man. Like that's another topic that I could I could literally talk about that for a while. It's like ex real gratitude. I feel like real gratitude is an action. 
You know, it, it really is. It's more of an action than a feeling. Like, yeah, it starts there. And if you really, truly, I feel like if you really, truly are grateful for something, then it should be reflected in your actions. So when I say, man, I'm, I'm extremely grateful for the opportunity that I had to live today. You know, I, I, I feel like the way that I live um, says that without me even having to say it. You know, I'm extremely grateful for my body, for my health. Um, you know, the way that I live, the way that I eat, what I put in my body is a reflection of that gratitude. And so that's what I mean when I say, you know, I've done it living a healthy lifestyle, healthy, balanced, you know, sustainable lifestyle and, and just treating my body on a day to day basis as if I'm actually grateful for it. And here I am, you know, 50 pounds heavier um, at um, even my body composition has improved drastically. You know, I'm healthier and I'm not just this is just a, another point too. you know, it's like I'm not just muscular. Um, I'm actually functionally fit. You know, and I think there's a huge difference. Like, I think there's a massive difference. Like, there's some, you know, people on the Internet who look really fit, but who aren't actually really fit. You know, when I when I started to transition in my fitness journey, like there was a, like my fitness journey started and I was like just your typical bro, bro lifter. You know, and, and I was chasing muscle mass. I was just trying to get as big as possible and just lifting a lot, you know, and that's okay. Um, but there came a time where I transitioned into more functional fitness, and it was because I wanted to get away from working out just to produce an aesthetic result. You know, like for me, again, that was like a little bit of a slippery slope. I got into an unhealthy uh, mindset where, you know, I was just starting to get a little obsessive about my diet, getting obsessive about my workout routine. Um, and, and I'd go work out and come back, look in the mirror uh, and, and just pick myself apart. And I think a lot of people who have been on a fitness journey for any length, any length of time have probably experienced, you know, that it's easy to get a little too detail oriented. Um, and so I did, I, I recognized it in myself and I transitioned and I said to myself, I remember, like, I, I remember I was journaling about it too. And I said, man, you know, I just want to work out in a way, um, that helps me become physically prepared for literally anything that life throws at me. You know, like I don't ever want to be in a situation where I'm not able, um, to just functionally um, um, you know, that I'm, that I'm unprepared for it, that I'm physically unprepared to handle it. So like if I, um, have to run, you know, or if I have to swim or if I have to move a television or if I have to, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever happens, if I have to pick a person up and carry them, you know, like I want to be physically prepared for anything that life throws at me. And that is something that when I was, writing my post today and just really just reflecting on my own fitness journey, reflecting on, you know, how some of some of these people, you know, how comparing myself to some other people makes me feel. Um, it was something that stood out to me is that some of these, first of all, these people that I'm comparing myself to, like they, they didn't get to where they're at the same way that I got to where I'm at. That's, that's all, you know, that's, that's just a fact. And then secondarily, you know, I, I really feel physically prepared for anything that life throws at me. And I think that that's one of the coolest things that someone could be able to say about their fitness journey and about the fruits of their labor. I'm not, I don't just look fit. I am fit. And, and, and it was a point of pride for me. And so, 
Um, if you are, are are out there and you've ever, you know, resonated with, hey, man, social media can be a little bit toxic for me and unhealthy for my own sense of self-worth and my self-image, you know, just just try to keep that in mind. It's like one, you know, first of all, not everybody out there that, you know, that looks super that 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 is goals, right? Not everybody out there that is goals, <laughs> um, you know, didn't do it the right way. OK, so that is not what I'm saying by any means. I got a lot of friends that are super fit, that are, you know, in shape. And it's OK to admire. I admire those people like I really do. But there's there's also a, a huge pool of people out there that, you know, either using photo editing, Photoshop, you know, using, you know, uh, performance enhancing, enhancing drugs or anabolic steroids that have gotten all kinds of sur surgeries and injections and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, guys, we can't be don't don't fall into the trap of comparing yourself to people like that, because it is it is it's toxic even for me. Um, so I know that it probably, you know, it really, really, really does, um, you know, have an effect on on the average person as well. So that's really that's really it. I know today's episode is a is a little bit shorter. I don't even like calling them episodes. Today's conversation has been a little bit shorter, but I really did want to share that concept um, that I read in the book with you guys. Like it's okay. Think it, take that, like really take that and think about it. Like, what do I spend my time doing every day? That's not actually essential. And by essential, my definition of essential is that it doesn't actually move you forward toward the best version of you or the life that you ultimately want to create. Okay. That's it. That anything that doesn't move you forward towards the best version of you, or the life that you really want to create for yourself, it's not essential. It's not essential. And try to fill your day with things that are absolutely essential and then treat them all as if they are essential, whether you enjoy them or not. That's, dude, it's a concept. It's an idea. It's a thought that might change your fucking life, you know? So love you guys. Um, thank you for listening. And uh, we'll chat again soon.